I've been in and out of construction kind of my whole life. Done, yeah. done some general contractor for the inspection in the house and got me kind of interested in the um, in that as a possible career path. Uh, so I ended up taking the test and doing everything and met the former owner of Best Choice Inspections. You are listening to Big Orange Business. I'm your host, Haley Jones, and on this podcast, we are highlighting all things in the Big Orange aka East Tennessee in the Knoxville area, from awesome businesses to cool people doing super great things in the Big Orange. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. We are talking today to John and Natalie Walls with Best Choice Inspections. That is right. We're talking home inspections today, and I'm so excited to talk with them because as a real estate agent, obviously, I deal a lot with home inspections. So I'm so glad to have you guys here. Thank you so much for aping us. Yes. Okay. So this is Adeline. This is John. Just so everyone's clear. Um. So we're going to do some rapid fire questions real fast just so we can get to know John and Natalie a little bit better. Okay. So these are all like East Tennessee based. Wait, where are you guys from? I'm from all over the place. West Tennessee. Oh, like Memphis? We. Yeah. Oh, I used to teach in Memphis. Did you know that? <laughs> Where are you from? West Tennessee too or no? I lived in Memphis for about 10 years, oh. but I've lived all over the place. California, Utah, Idaho, Texas, Italy. Italy? You speak yeah, Italian. I do speak Italian fluently. Okay, I'm going to talk better. <laughs> I don't get to Italy without... Anyways, I'm looking at flights to Florence right now. It's a whole thing. Anyway, okay. For 16 years. Okay. So, yeah, so... We're not from here, but we've... we've she's like, we've been around. Okay. Okay. Um, are you a volunteer, like Tennessee volunteer fan? It's okay to say no. I'm not super into sports ball. Like I'll cheer for anybody. Yeah, I love to spectate any sport. Yes. It's okay. No, I graduated from the University of Memphis, so I'm oh, got it. Okay. It does not exclude Tennessee. Right. I do I'd be yeah. like Tennessee. I like it. Okay, cool. Um, we talked about where are you from? Are would you prefer to read books or watch T V? John? Uh, right now I prefer to watch TV just because I have so much to do. I did prefer to read books at one time. Anything special you're currently watching? Um, we are watching, um, let's see here, uh, The Mentalist. Oh, that's a good one. That one you can't, like, when I watch that I can't sleep. Well, I'm like thinking in my sleep. We have to cleanse our palates with young Sheldon. Big Bang Theory afterwards. <laughs> just like release it. That's that's a good idea. We're rewatching Big Bang Theory right now, and we're watching Young Sheldon for the first yeah. time. And then we're also watching uh, House again. Oh yeah. We also have to clip their Al and other like, Young Sheldon. Yeah, right. It's intense. Books or TV? I used to be books, but now we've got a business and yeah, I know that you want to just kind of TV. Yeah, I get that. Um, okay, professional sports, college sports, or neither? I like college sports, um, uh, but I'll spectate anything. If it's on, I'll watch it. Uh, I prefer college sports more because with professional sports, I'm more of a player fan. Um, I, yeah, no, and I'm at a like. So, like, Peyton yeah. Annan used to be, like, my yeah. favorite player, but then he retired. Before that, it was, um, you know, it. well, my very first player was Bo Jackson. I love uh, Bo Jackson on the Bo board. knows. That was Moss. <laughs> but Steve Young and um, Jerry Wright yeah. and all the guys, all the 49ers, yeah. that I had so much fun watching them for a long time. 
but uh, but I just don't have enough time to follow him retro sports anymore and get to know any of the players. So now it's more just called. Yeah, sport. I'm not sure. He does have a Peyton Manning jersey from Tennessee oh, that I got him for our anniversary. And I in the basement downstairs. Love his friend. So um, I don't have one of those I'd love to, although my husband hates him. That's a older story. Anyway, <laughs> like he's like a college guy, but as soon as they hit professional, he's like, no, team all the way. Team, team, team. And anyway. professional is definitely not team. Yes. Um, okay, coffee or tea? Coffee. Oh. Black or like with creamer and stuff? Oh, like lots of sugar. <laughs> I, I like my sugar with coffee. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Yes. Uh, um, mountains or beach? Mountains. Beach. What mountains? Like Great Smith Mountains or just any mountains? Any any mountains. Yeah. Any specific beaches? Um, I love the uh, northern uh, Florida beaches. Okay. In the Gulf. Yes. Those are probably my favorite. Ooh, nice. Okay. Um, Peyton or Dolly? Oh, Dolly. It's that good thing. Okay, are you guys saying <laughs> Everyone says Peyton to that question. I'm like, but I love Dolly too. I mean, you're not that Danny Dolly, Dolly, but license plate. I've, oh, she's all in with Dolly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, awesome. So now let's talk about business. Best choice inspections. So um, I feel like that the majority of people that are going to see your home inspection are going to be like, oh, it's horrible. How did you get involved in home inspections? Like, how did we get here, basically? So I've been in and out of construction kind of my whole life. Done yeah. done some general contractor type of, well, or just general construction type of work. Uh, marble installation at one point, um, things like that. My dad was an electrician, so I learned a lot about electrical from him. Yeah. Um, but when we bought our house uh, 15 years ago, uh, our home inspector um, was nice enough to kind of guide me through the inspection in the house and got me kind of interested in the um in that as a possible career path uh so i ended up taking the test and doing everything and met the former owner of best choice inspections who taught me even more um even though i'd gone through everything had my license right. uh, but realized how much i didn't know when i started working with yeah. him uh, so that was kind of a blessing in disguise because um Starting a home inspection business is rough because it's all about contacts and establishing yeah. contacts can be hard. Um, and uh, and that allowed me to, to come, come into a business that was already established um, with some contacts, learn a lot, grow with it. And then we bought the business in April of this year. So now, uh, now Jura, we're all in and just gun now. So that's on the so April twenty twenty three. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. We just so I guess like, at the time of this is January twenty twenty four and it feels like twenty three. Um okay, so then that's when you came on. Are you guys have been working with Best Choice for a while? Right. Yeah, yeah. So in twenty twenty I started working with Best Choice. Yeah. Um I was working for a chiropractor who's a good friend of mine, but she couldn't have anybody extra in the office and um 2020 COVID. Have you heard of it? Anyways, um, and that happened. But everybody, since they were in their house so much, they wanted a better place to right. be in there all the time. Right. Um, so they were really busy. So it was really good for me to be able to learn the business. It's been the plan for John to buy yeah. a business. Okay, from Julia retired. Yeah. So um, it wasn't a 
a fast or an unpleasant yeah. situation. Um, Jane still works in the office for us. And so it's been, I guess, close to three years now that I've been. Yeah. Oh, good. Um, it's cool. That three and a half years uh, that I've been working with Best Choice. And um, so I still have the same phone number from when I started there. Yeah. I still carry two phones. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Uh, she's like the most responsive, you're the most responsive person ever of all time. I'm like, oh my gosh, how does she see this that fast? Um, anyways, okay, so now, um, like 15 years into home inspecting, right? It's like 11. Years. 11, okay. 11 years into home inspection. Like, what's the biggest, most common thing that you see? I mean, there's a lot of really common things. Um, grading issues are one of the number one things uh, where you've got a, a, a slope toward the house and stuff away from the house or cooling areas around the house. Um, and that, or loose toilets, uh, oh, yeah. little stuff like that, um, we see a lot. Um, but uh, one of the bigger issues that we find a lot in East Tennessee is crawl space issues. Yeah. Um, humidity, moisture, or um, ventilation issues that comes up a lot. Yes. Um, for someone that is relocating to the East Tennessee area specifically, um, like what would it if there if something has like a crawl space issue, um, at what like what are I know we have to be careful about like language and like you know whatever, but I guess I'm just thinking what should people what's what's a normal thing to find in a crawl space versus like this is complete disaster. Okay, so a crawl space can come in a lot of forms, but a typical crawl space is an invented crawl space, right? Mm -hmm. Has vents on the to the outside of the house that's intended to move air through the crawl space, get rid of humidity, that type of thing. Um, you shouldn't have a nice moisture barrier on the ground, a plastic sheeting over mm -hmm. the dirt, so there's no exposed dirt. Um, you should have uh, insulation in the floor system so that um, it's keeping the humidity uh, if it's present in the crawl space away from the wood mm -hmm. right so it protects the wood on top of that it, it helps prevent air passing from the crawl space into the house and also protects the wood um uh, or um helps with um with hvac costs okay, yeah. hvac costs down so you're not losing heat or gaining heat from the crawl space yeah um the um, but a sealed crawl space. So if you have a sealed crawl space, what you want to see is you want to see uh, a nice thick plastic barrier down that's sealed to the walls and sealed to the piers. Uh, the piers are the vertical uh, supports in the middle of the crawl space. Um, and then you also want a dehumidifier. Uh, everything sealed up nicely so you're not getting outside air in. Um, and the dehumidifier uh, keeping the humidity below fifty five percent. So that's. Yeah. Out of both ends of the spectrum. Would you say that really like uh, a, a bad sign or something you don't want to necessarily see is moisture like on the ground? Would you say for the most part, like if you're seeing moisture, like maybe there's an issue like thing, you know what I mean? Like what's a telltale for somebody that's like, is this good or bad? I don't know. So the reason why we call out grading issues so often, yeah, it's, we make a big deal out of it is because any slope toward the house or pooling near the house, especially in a crawl space house, can allow moisture to push through the crawl space wall into the crawl space, adding humidity, making it harder to keep the humidity down. Um, and that's your number one issue is humidity and moisture in the crawl space. So if you do have standing water, moisture on the crawl space walls, all that adds moisture and over time can cause mold growth 
uh, enough mold growth uh, can actually start to deteriorate the wood through uh, brown rot because the mold is actually using the wood as a food source, right? And so it's eating it, and so it's actually consuming the fibers, and over time that can cause the the structural integrity of the wood to. Yeah. Cool. So what's the overall process start to finish of like a home inspection? Like what should somebody expect when you get that report, like from scheduling to inspection to I got this report and now what do I, you know, like what's the process for that? So they call us or they text us. They'll usually get me or they'll get Jane on the phone and we'll find a time that works. Most people have a 10 to 14 day window. Sometimes it's shorter. Um, we have two master inspectors. We also have an apprentice who is a licensed inspector. He's just still training. I've not met him yet. You haven't met Shane yet. Nope. You'll like Shane. He's great. Uh, but we've known Shane for a long time. Yeah. We encouraged him when we bought the business and we're like, why don't you get your license so we can train you? But yeah. Um, so they call us or they text us. We find a time that works. Um, we make sure that time works for the listing agent and for the sellers. Um, we find out what services they need. So... Some people don't want a termite letter. Um, I can't imagine why. It's a very inexpensive way to protect yourself. Um, people moving from out of town don't necessarily know um, about radon. That it, it was not an issue in West Tennessee and East Tennessee. It, it is a big issue, especially over a long period of time. If you're going to live there for a long time, you need to, to have that checked. Um, sewer scope, uh, termite letter, um, we can do indoor air quality testing. We can do water samples. We can do ball testing, that kind of stuff. Um, so we set all of that up. We write all the notes for our inspector. We look at the the type of the properties or, uh, to make sure that we know um, what the inspector is going to go into. We find out who's going to be at the inspection. Uh, we remind the clients that as much as we're happy for you to be there, please don't ask the inspector for a piggyback ride. Don't use their tools. Don't use their ladder. And be safe. If you pursue that, ask her. Well, no, but that's what you're saying. They leave, yeah, leave it alone. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Stay off their back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't follow them around. You have distracting, right? Instead of right. And one of the one of the things that we've noticed over the you know 11 years that we've been doing this, and you know 20 years the uh, former owner was doing this, that the callbacks that we get that are people saying you missed something, you missed this, you know. Uh, yeah. It's typically related to somebody was around spender. Yeah, yeah. During the inspection. Yeah, yeah. Because when you get your, it, it requires so much mental focus during an inspection to make sure you don't miss anything. Yeah. That if you're being distracted, it's really easy to go back and be yeah. like, oh, yeah. how did I, what was I inspecting? What was I doing? Right. You know, and yeah. And then you have the possibility of missing. Right. Something. Yeah. So the inspector's on site. Um, we have a, a super key or a combo to get in. So it's usually just the inspector there, at least at first. Um, when they're done, we'll either do a phone call to let them know if there was a, a questionable situation. Do you want us to test this microbial growth that we found? Um, there's a smell. Do you want us to figure that out? If there's anything that they might want to add on, let them know about anything really exciting. Hopefully before the inspection, they've followed my email and they've signed their agreement and they've already paid for the inspection. So that evening, the inspector goes through and just makes sure that they, all the voice to text work properly. Um, they've got all their comments on the pictures and then they send that off to the clients usually the very next morning. They look at it with their realtor 
And then at that point, the inspector can go through their questions. Once they've looked at their report, they've talked to their realtor about it. Um, because there's a lot that the realtor can bring to the inspection process as well, which is one thing that we like about you so much. Usually your clients, once they've had their report and they've talked to you and they're good. Um, but we do offer that consultation call, which is really important for people moving from out of town right. to clarification on things. So when someone gets a report, um, I know it's like so varied because every house, every ho houses are like people. Mm -hmm. They're all different. <laughs> um, but they can be so varied. But I guess, you know, even on a new on a new 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 home like home inspection, mm -hmm. there's going to be findings. Always. So when you when it's kind of setting the expectation of like when somebody gets this report, what do you feel like is the best mindset to go into as you're reading over that report? One thing I tell people is it's gonna be a long report. You have a master inspector going to do an inspection. This is what he does all day, every day. He's going to give you all of the information about your house because this is serious. This is where your family sleeps. We want you to have all of the information to make the best decision that you can. But everything is fixable. And I've got a fantastic referral list of local professionals that I trust to show up and to do a good job that are licensed and responsible. Mm -hmm. um, so we can get those quotes for you pretty quickly. We don't do any repair work of any kind. So you know that we don't have a bias, but I do have that referral list. Um, and and it's hard to find a house right now. It's hard to find a house with half of the things that you think you want. Um, so we so we want you to buy this house. Right. We just want you to buy this house and have all the information and take care of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one thing that a lot of people don't realize and us doing this day in and day out and seeing so many different houses and so many different inspections there's some of the things that we uh we're used to right we're used to seeing you know loose toilets and outlets or to loose in the wall and you know even miswired outlets or this that and the other toilet vents venting into the attic if i see that one more time low insulation ah. levels there's so many things that we see on just about every house we yeah expect. and so we know what the normal issues are um, so when we look at the report, those things don't even register with us. But I mean, a new person is looking at this thing. Yeah. I've only seen maybe one other inspection report in their life. We see 30 to 40 items on their report. They're like, oh my gosh, this house is terrible, right? Well, I want to let everybody know 30 to 40 items is a typical report. That is not a lot of findings. Um, you know, if you get up yeah. to 50 to 60 items, now you've got an extensive report. So- it, and some inspectors, I know there are some inspection companies who don't put the little things in there to make it seem, you know, to, to, to make the buyer feel better, to, you know, take those things out that are, you know, aren't as, maybe aren't as important. But we like to make sure they have all Yeah, that. well, that's like super subjective. Yeah. You know, it's like, like, yeah. we prioritize yeah. the report yeah. too. So like the, the actual safety issues are going to be right there on the top. You know that what's going on. There's there's the summary, then there's the high priority, low priority, and so you you get all of the information. You're I mean you're about to spend a million dollars on a house. You deserve all of the information about it. Yeah, we provide two reports, a full report that just gives you all the information, and then a second summary only report. And when I talk to people, I like to tell them, you know, the second priority items the monitor and maintain items that you see in the summary report, those are the more typical things that are, aren't are as mm -hmm. pressing and not as, not as concerning. 
focus on the first priority. And so the first priority is going to have 10 to 15 items in it. Mm-hmm. And that will cut down the amount that you have to really think about and worry about if you focus on that first priority. Yeah. So, the HomeGate software that we use mm-hmm. also has a, a little button for realtors and for um, clients where they can make a repair list. Love it. It's my favorite feature. <laughs> and it truly is my favorite feature. If you're even not going to ask for repairs, that's such a fantastic tool to have to make preparations to take care of your house. Right. So even if you don't want the sellers to do anything or you're buying it as is or, or whatever the case may be, that repair list is a really good roadmap for things that you're going to eventually need to do. Even if it's not a high priority item now, you've got you've got a guy and so it's a, a five hundred dollar issue, not a five thousand dollar issue. Right. Um, okay, super specific question. This happened to me recently. So investor client looking at homes where the electricity is turned off, however, is wanting home inspection completed. So if the electricity is turned off and it is not going to be turned back on what things are going to be missed or what cannot be like obviously the water heater is not going to work you know what i'm saying so for someone looking at like investment type properties thinking yes i want to do a home inspection but the power is off like what's going to be missed so like electrical specifically we're going to be able to look at the visible areas and we do take off the panel cover so we can look at the wiring inside the panel to make sure everything's installed properly see if we see any any signs of uh, high heat, arcing, melting, things like that to make sure everything's safe. Um, But we're not going to be able to go through and and look at every outlet in the house and make sure it's wired properly. Um, We're not going to be able to test the water heater, like you said. Uh, If the HVAC is is electrical, which the AC always is, we're not going to be able to test that. We're not going to be able to look at the appliances to and test those to make sure they're functioning properly in the kitchen. Um, so there is quite a bit. The lights, you can't turn them on and off. Make sure the switches are are, are wired properly. Make sure that the lights are functioning, the light fixtures. Um, the visible aspect of it, we'll be able to look at all of that stuff, but we won't be able to test it. Yeah. So you will have a, a kind of a... Uh, a big missing element to the inspection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do a slightly limited inspection for investors, for people that know they're going to either flip the house or that they're going to rent it out or something. Um, if they know there's a lot of work to be done, we can do, it's we call it a major systems inspection, where we just check the electrical, the HVAC, the plumbing, the roof covering, and the structure of the house. So, like, the biggest high-dollar problems are going to be in those areas. Now, without the electric, we could even adjust that because we're not going to be able to check a lot of the HVAC in the way. So, we would even discount because it's going to save us some time on the report writing side and the inspection time. Um, but that that more limited inspection is really good for investors that might not necessarily want all the windows open and closed if they know they're going to be replacing those. The refrigerator temperature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, what what is radon? What is a radon test? Um, go. So radon is a radioactive gas that comes from deep within the earth, um, and it's trying to get up into the atmosphere. It's lighter than air, right? Um, and there are certain parts of the country, the north, um, the East Tennessee, the mountainous areas in the western part of the U.S. Um, it's found a lot in in high rock areas so that's why mountains are typically higher um higher uh potential for radon 
the radioactive gas is released when the rocks, certain kinds of rocks break down. Um, so that's why the, we have so much here from the announce. So that radon gas is trying to get up in the atmosphere, like we said, and it is radioactive. So breathing it over a long period of time, they typically um, uh, suggest maybe five years of exposure to high radon can cause medical issues such as uh, lung cancer and actually is the second leading cause of lung cancer in the U.S. Um, but the, um, the issue is, you know, we build our houses to cool and heat them because uh, we want to stay a very specific temperature all the time. So our houses are built very tight so that air can't escape. So if you have a house that um, is sealed up uh, like a, a crawl, not a cross myself, but a, a slab house or a basement house uh, that has maybe little cracks in the foundation where radon can get in as it's trying to come up through the, the ground, especially if you're close to water because radon goes around water. So if you're a large body of water near your house, you're going to have higher exposure to radon. Um, once it gets into your house, has a hard time getting out because we build them so tight. Yeah. And so it can build up and create those those uh, radioactive gas issues. So a radon test is to see how, like what rate, is it CPI? Whatever it's, it's I don't know what the unit is. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah but basically it's, seeing, it's, it's seeing how much radon, I guess, is in your house uh, against the EPA recommended yeah. level. EPA.gov slash radon is where you go to read about radon. And the EPA requires a 48 hour monitoring or 48 hours or more. Um, and so every hour it'll test the radon levels. And then, then we take that average. Um, if you're really close to a, a body of water, if you have a, a lake house, you're, you're more likely to have higher rating. They know that about the water. Um, and, we find really high uh, levels of radon, particularly in Loudoun, Telugu Village, uh, Telugu Yeah, yeah, yeah. All says all of that. Um, the North Shore area where there's a lot of water as well. Um, but even in a neighborhood where you're really close to kind of the the water drainage area, it's not necessarily even a ditch. But our neighbors that live next door to that had one of the highest readings we've ever seen. Um, it was a satellite? Okay, I've seen an 18 before. Third. Eight. Oh, there's four. Is four, four is the yeah? Where do you have yeah? You're like, what are these numbers? It will usually get at between at a point eight to two or something. Yeah, there's always some. Unlike, yeah, always home right on. But um, and four is the legal limit here at the a little higher in um Canada. Uh, but they also test it differently there as well. It's a different measure, but. But yeah, so if it's four or three point five, you're fine. Um, but when you get up into the eighteen, nineteen, and twenties, it and I really, I mean, correct me, but when I think about home inspections, I think it's about being informed. Mm -hmm. So informed about like the decision you're making, or maybe not going to make as a result of what you find out. But then also like, what do you do as a result of that? So for example, like Knox County. Um, specifically, new construction homes must be built with a radon stack. It's not a system. It's just there in place in case, oh, well, your radon is high here. You already have the internal structure to add a system to mitigate it. So it's the home inspection process to me is like how to be best informed. Right. Um, and then how do you make a, you know, a decision that you're comfortable with you know, to move forward or not? And then what to ask for or not, et cetera. 
Um, okay, so anything on home inspections that you're like, I did not ask you that absolutely totally missed, should have asked you? Um, no, I think we pretty much covered it. I think the important thing is to remember that that everything's fixable. So it's just gonna it's just how much it's gonna cost to fix it, right? So even major structural issues, um, which scare a lot of people, right, um, can be fixed. And, you know, so, you know, if, if you don't want to deal with it, that's one thing. But if you're, if you really want the house and the sellers willing to work with you, or you have enough equity in the house to be able to justify the repairs that need to be done, there are some, some ways to, to do that, to Mm -hmm. make the purchase, uh, more feasible, uh, and be able to make those repairs. Um, so, you know, don't, don't let the, the, even the big issues scare you because everything is. Yeah. Well, and I would say also advocate for yourself. So if you get under contract on a house and there's an issue that you notice, maybe some, something seemed off, like you can tell your home inspector that before and they can specifically like, you know, make sure not to miss that or whatever. When someone's trying to hire a home inspector, like what should they look for? Are there certain things that like, this person should definitely have, you know, like what makes somebody a great qualified inspector? We always check licensing. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm making a referral to somebody that's not in the Knoxville area, um, even if it's someone in Chattanooga that doesn't want to pay our mileage, because we'll go anywhere they'll pay our mileage in the state of Tennessee, um, but different states have different licensing. So I would find out what your state's licensing or your county's licensing requirements are. And then I always read reviews. I go straight to the most recent reviews I want to know what their clients this month have to say about them. Mm-hmm. And then I want to know the lowest reviews and how they responded to those because no one's perfect. Right. What? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, we're very close. But but no one's perfect. So I want to read their response to those one-star reviews and those two-star reviews that everybody, everybody has. Yeah, it happens. There's situations um, and sometimes the personality and you can see that. Um, but I always want to know recent lowest reviews i want to know if they're licensed and then i want to see what they're like online so i yeah i google them like i google someone that i'm gonna let babysit <laughs> the other thing to do is check out any professional certifications they have so there are a few uh professional organizations uh in the state of tennessee there's one specifically to say the tennessee is called hita home inspectors of tennessee association uh there's a big one that's across the country it's called internachi or nachi um that uh that license not licenses but but that um kind of certifies and rates inspectors um there's another one called oshi so there's several different organizations so even if you don't have a licensing program in your state there's a way to go online and look up those um uh, certifications to make sure that they at least have something saying yeah this guy has done legitimate done a lot of yep. work to be a good inspector. And that's, you know, the, like, Internachi, um, like, I'm required to do 32 hours of continuing education every two years per the state of Tennessee. Um, and a state in uh, that doesn't have a licensing requirement, like Ohio, for instance, they don't have that requirement to go in there and do that continuing education. But if they're a member of Internachi, Internachi actually has that requirement for their certified inspectors. That's good, though. So um, that's okay. their... Yeah. their have to stay up with their education and and be informed on what's going on then in the industry. So that's cool. I didn't know that. I, I recommend getting 
suggestions from your realtor mm-hmm. um, because you because most people are, are realtors mostly contacting you or clients or like a mix of both it's a mix of both okay yeah some realtors stay completely out of the process they'll offer some names and then they won't have anything else to do with us uh it's hard to even get them on the phone and then sometimes we hear from the the realtors and they schedule everything and they especially for clients moving out of town we hear yeah. a lot from from those agents like, instead of the clients but it it's it's both um, and that sometimes we've had an, a bad experience with an inspector before. Um, we're, we're not all created exactly equal. There's, you know, some people are better at their jobs than others. Um, but just know that there's most of the home inspectors really do care about protecting why protecting your investment that you're making in the property. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. We're going to take a hard turn. Tennessee, Knoxville in general, you guys, you've been all over as we discussed earlier. What are your top three favorite things about the Knoxville area, East Tennessee? I love that we get to have all of our seasons sometimes in one week. <laughs> that is true. Specifically at the beginning of this video, this time last week it was like four degrees outside and now it's like 50. Yeah. <laughs> and the kids are still home. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Um, That is aggressive. Yeah, they are still home. I saw that today. Well, Knox County specifically for those Yes. Um, okay, so all the seasons are here. What else? It's beautiful here. And for the most part, the people in East Tennessee are very nice. I really enjoy people that are very different from me that I, you know, might not normally, I feel like, seek out as a friend. I've I've had really great experiences with people here. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah, the, the beautiful aspect of it, you know, you've got the mountains, you know, uh, short drive away, you've got um, rivers that you can and lakes that you can enjoy. Um, we're five hours from the beach. Uh, we're um, not very far from um, from a lot of uh, really big attractions nearby. us. Atlanta is only three hours away. Um, so it's a really nice area because it you, you can have pretty much any activity that you want here, but you also have a lot of things close by. Yeah. Okay. It's date night. Where are you going to eat? Oh, God. You can say three places. You can say two. You can say one. Like, what are your go? What's your like favorite place to go to eat? We really like pho. Oh. So we. This is a topic I am not informed on. And I shouldn't be more. But yeah. Yeah. There's a place called, um, what's it called? Mita Saigon. Mita Saigon. What is that? Downtown West. It's downtown West. It's just a little little place, and but it's very authentic and it's very good. Very you know, good. We really like Mita okay. Saigon. Where is it in relation to the movie theater? To where the tarp was struck. Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. yeah. Got it. Okay. West. No, okay. No, no, across Ramiers. Got it. Okay. From okay. Mita Saigon. Yeah, Mita okay. Saigon is really good. It's, it's, we get a takeout occasionally as well. Um, we really like. We really like Bravo. We had a really good to us. Um, uh, we like to go to Mellow Mushroom as a whole family. We go as the one place that all five everyone will be happy. All the kids, <laughs> all the kids will eat there. Cumberland. Yeah. When the kid, when the college kids are out of school. Yeah. It is always. You're not going on game day. Let me tell you that. Anything. <laughs> Hard path. Yeah, they want to get near. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's fantastic, and the servers are happy to see us because they haven't seen anybody all day. Look. <laughs> Um, it's funny, and the and the food's always really good there. Yeah, that, that location in Mellow Mushroom is is by far our favorite. Yeah, oh, I love Mellow Mushroom. Okay, best places to go with kiddos in the area. Dollywood, we love going to Dollywood. 
Um, the kids all love the uh, aquarium in Gatlinburg. Yeah. Okay. The, um, yeah. They all love that. Um, but there are just so many parks and things like that to go to around here that the kids love. So the Oak Ridge schools, mm. they now have a, a pilot licensing program that if you start your freshman year with the, um, what are they called? The, the machines, the, like robotics or like the, or simulators. Simulator. Yeah. 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 Simulator your freshman year, you can graduate with your pilot's license and there's only a few ways to, you either have to be independently wealthy and have like someone, yes, or, or join the mil go into the military, um, or go to high school in Oakland. And it is so cool. Um, and really good magnet schools. And yes, I, we've been, we've been pretty pleased with the, with the schools here. Awesome. Cool. Okay. Well, how can people find you um, if they want to work with Best Choice, if they have questions for you? What's the best way for them to get a hold of you? Um, call or text 865-224-6378. Um, you can also find us on Facebook, Best Choice and Inspections, or our website. It's bcinspections.info. And we're in the middle of a big overhaul uh, of the website. so Which it looks great, by the way. It's going to look really different. I like two weeks when I uh, finished sending the developer the thing she asked for. Uh, <laughs> that's my fault. Uh, we're working on that. Um, but we do... Probably home inspections, but we also do a lot of other types of things too. We do um, mold inspections, uh, indoor air quality testing, things like that. Uh, we also do sewer scopes, so we can look at your underground sewer pipes. Which I didn't know y'all did that, by the way. It's a newer, it's a newer service that we. Yeah, well, I've had recently people ask for that. Anyway, yeah. So now you know we. None. And we discount it with the home inspection. I'm also a certified stucco inspector, so if you have stucco uh, uh, or buying a stucco house, it's a good idea to have it inspected. And that's because of moisture locally, right? Like I, a lot of people, when I say stucco, like oh, like not great, get it inspected. It's because of moisture. So yeah, yeah. So if if the stucco is installed properly or there are some maintenance issues, water can get behind the stucco, and as long as you catch it before it becomes a big issue, it's not it doesn't cause a big issue. But because you creates a seal on the outside of the house to keep the water out. If the water gets in, it can't okay. get out. And so it can build up and cause damage to the structure behind the seco and you you can't visibly see it right. until it's a major, major problem. That so every four to five years, you should have your stucco inspected yeah. to make sure everything is maintained properly and get any repairs done. Which by the way, that's a good example if you have a stucco house to have that done before you list. Mm -hmm. Side note, because that way you're negating that is this a problem? Just a side note. That's like more strategy on my part, but I'm just telling you that would be a good idea to do. Anyways, yeah. absolutely. And stucco is fantastic for um, temperature control, uh, insulation, and sound insulation. So if you're in an area that that has higher, you know, noise levels, it's it's great. Stucco is a great covering when it's maintained. I live off Chapman Highway. I might need a stucco on my house. One of the last things I want to mention too is that we've started trying to promote as a service. As a, home, as a home inspector, I have so much knowledge about not just what, uh, how it should be installed or, um, you know, if it needs to be repaired, but how to repair it, the different repair choices you can make. Recently, a friend of ours uh, who is a great referral partner with us is with a roofing company. Business is Rescue Roofing, and he does roofs. His name is Jordan Perez, great guy. 
he actually donates a lot of his proceeds or a portion of his proceeds to animal rescue, rescue okay. and service animal programs and things like that. So it's, it's really neat. But he brought up a good thing that a lot of people don't think about for home inspectors. If you're a homeowner and you're getting a big uh, repair done, such as a roof put on or you need some major structural work done or things like that, um, hiring a home inspector uh, and we offer a service. It's a quilt comparison service is what we call it, but we'll go in and we'll make sure the work needs to be done. I gave you some options on different ways it can be repaired. We'll compare the quotes for you to see. And if we need to give you referrals for different permissions that can provide quotes um, to help you help you uh, see, you know, this is this appeared to be the contractor. His repair uh, invoice is, is, you know, right on. It's exactly the way it needs yeah. to be repaired. And then once he's done, we'll come back and we'll make sure it was done properly. That's cool. And that's all that cool comparison service that you can do as a homeowner. So, you know, with, as a home inspector with all that knowledge, you know, homeowners can also take advantage of it in certain situations. That's awesome. So, again, it's the idea about being informed. It's not like this is all negative. Uh, it's really just about being informed, even though sometimes we want to, like, bury our head in the sand and not address the issues. But this is really just in general, being informed and making decisions you feel comfortable with because you had, you're empowered with the most amount of knowledge. So anyways, anything else, anything we missed are good. Well, thank you guys so much. And obviously send us your questions, comment, anything you want us to answer, address. Again, if you want to be connected to Natalie and John Bus Inspections, click the links, call the numbers, reach out to me and have a good one. Thank you so much for listening to today's Big Orange Business. Go share this with someone who will love it just as much as you did. And as always, show some love to our guests. Until next time, I'm Haley Jones, and I will talk to you on the next Big Orange Business.